Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Lisa Stone and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Welcome to season 11 of the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and we are proud members of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I want to apologize for the poor video quality once again. Just a reminder that I am in temporary housing these days and don't have my normal setup, but hopefully the sound quality is good enough that you guys can enjoy this podcast with a fellow tennis parent. A few weeks ago, I got an email from a a dad who is part of our Facebook community, part of our Parenting Aces community, and he has two children, a daughter who is currently playing D2 college tennis here in the States, and a younger son who they've decided to go on a different path with. So I'm really excited to bring Hugo Aguirre to the podcast this week for him to share his story of two different ways of developing junior tennis players to help them reach their goals. Before I bring Hugo on, however, just a quick reminder, if you haven't become a premium member of Parenting Aces yet, we would love to have you join our community. We do have some great perks for those of you who do decide to become premium members, such as complimentary webinars like the one we did last week with Brian Park of APEAK, which our premium members can now find on the member discounts page on parentingaces.com. So for now, Sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with fellow tennis parent, Hugo Aguirre. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Parenting Aces podcast, Hugo. It's so great to finally meet you. And just so our audience knows, you are coming from Italy, joining us. Yes. Hey, Lisa. How are you? Um, Great to meet you finally. And uh, yes, we're actually in Italy right now. in a suburb in uh, Florence, so about uh, 15 minutes away from Florence. Well, I feel so sorry for you having to be in that horrible, (laughs) horrible place. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. That's great, yeah. Before we jump into the meat of our conversation today, I would love for you to give our audience a little bit of your backstory and how you got involved in tennis. Um, Did you grow up playing? Is it something you picked up when your kids started playing? How did that all go down? Yeah, so um, yeah, I I grew up playing tennis, but uh, I I started late um, uh, between uh, soccer and tennis. Um, and then obviously where every kid has to kind of make a choice. 
I went actually the soccer route. Um, I'm from Ecuador originally, and then I went to uh, um, I went to college in the U.S. for uh, soccer. Oh wow! Um, in New Hampshire, actually. So so yeah. Um, then my whole life playing soccer until I think a few years ago. But um, but yeah, and then when my when my kids were born, um, I yeah we decided to go the uh, the tennis route. And you have a daughter who is currently yes. playing Division Two tennis here in the states. Yeah, so it started with her. Um, she also started a little bit late because we were in the transition between. So she was born in in the U.S. and then when she was four months old, we moved to Ecuador. My wife, I met her in college. She's from Boston, um, and but we decided to move to Ecuador. And um, when kind of she started, she was, I think, seven or eight. And we were kind of in that transition of moving to the U.S. We would move to Miami. Um, and that's kind of she tried different things. She was in ballet and soccer um, and, and all these different things. And, um, yeah, we started playing tennis and I got started feeding the ball to her. Um, and that's basically how it started. And then ever since then, we you know, how I imagine a lot of parents are from academy to academy, some work for you, some don't work for you. And you're just kind of always looking around for that perfect fit. Um, and, um, and then I'm, I'm jumping ahead with, with my son, I kind of want to do things differently, but yes. So uh, finally she made it. Um, we got the whole school figured thing, uh, school uh, thing figured out. She uh, studies um, in a school where it's kind of for, um, athletes um, and or kids that just are not able to attend full time. Mm -hmm. um, they have that flexibility to um, to um, do their thing. Um, if they can go to the class, they go to school. That's perfect. They do have a physical school in Western Florida where we were living. Um, and if not, you can connect to your teachers and it's just one on one. So um, so it's 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 great. Yeah. So she and did her, a, it was her ex coach, her coach when that had got her that, that um that kind of um into that school. Okay. So she did a mix of in-person classes in the actual classroom and virtual school. And at what stage or what age or grade did she start doing that? Um so she was, I believe, in six uh no older probably yes sixth grade fifth grade sixth grade okay um and it was a battle there with my wife and um and we actually went to the school and i had already spoken to the state of florida or the the school board and they said that the school that she went to they actually have a mix uh they can do hybrid so they do like for example um three hours of um of in school and they can do the rest at home or i think it was like four classes at school and then three classes um, at home and she would go certain days a week. And when we went there to tell them or ask them about the program, they didn't even know they had it. Oh, so wow. they were like, yeah, oh, well, no. Yeah. Well, I spoke to the school board. You guys have this option for kids that do other things and blah, blah. So they were like, okay. So we did that. Um, again, it was my wife was uh, no, but she has to have a normal life and all this stuff, you know, the, um, but, and then finally, I think she did that for two years. And in high school, she never went to high school, um, like normal. She started at Florida Virtual School, mm -hmm. um, and then finally until we got to this school. But um, but yeah, it was in high school, and it was a kind of actually a 
a father thing as well, where I, you, you know, you you hear the dangers of of high school and and and, and big uh, these big public schools, and it was kind of like I don't want her to do that, and I would use kind of tennis <laughs> as the excuse, <laughs> but but it was really kind of there was sixty percent that, um, and finally. So like I said, my wife was like, oh, I want her. I'm normal. What's normal? I would say, what's normal? I mean, yeah. it's, it's it, it just depends, right? So, but now with my son, it's much easier because we already went through that and she knows that she turned out fine and she's not an antisocial and she can have <laughs> friends and, and all that. So, so, so yeah. it turned out good, but yeah. Good. So at what point did your daughter decide or know that she wanted to play college tennis and wanted to really pursue this tennis developmental pathway to give herself that opportunity? Um, ever since she started, I mean, if she, obviously, um, um, many kids, or at least my daughter, uh, wanted to go the kind of the, the pro route. Um, but it, it wasn't, I think, uh, very, realistic at the time right mm-hmm. we still talk about it when she graduates and maybe we'll she'll try it out for a year or so but um when time flies right and then you're in ninth grade 10th grade 11th grade 12th grade and it's finally there um it, most kids my daughter um school was, was was the way right get her education play tennis keep on growing and and she loves the whole team environment and 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 she's uh she's really excelling, but yeah, I think always, always, I think she kind of always knew that, that she wanted to do it. And I would even, I was hard with her and with my son and I would say, uh, you know what, maybe tennis isn't for you. It's too much work and blah, blah. She's like, Nope, this is this, never. She would say, uh, okay, fine. Maybe you're right. I'll, I'll quit. I'll do something else. It was just, I could, I would always kind of play with her mind as well to see really if she was tough enough right right um but yeah she she said tennis is is what i want to do and and, and that was it so yeah, she kind of knew always so can you talk a little bit about what the college recruiting process looked like for her yep so um luckily her coach after all of these growing up and we went to different academies and 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 we really we i, I wasn't really happy with with any and and she lost almost a year of school when when we found out that she hadn't really been doing much at, at Florida virtual school and she wasn't really studying, we thought she was, but at the Academy where they were there all day, supposedly they had like uh, in between. So you know how they, they work in the morning and then the afternoon as well. Um, she hadn't been doing anything. So um, school wise, you're talking about school wise. Yes. So, so she retains. wasn't, she wasn't on track to she wasn't meet on track. the eligibility requirements. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So her coach, we've had luck. Um, her coach knew this, the, the, the owner of this school that I was talking about. Um, and he kind of got her in there with a, with a scholarship. Um, and he also has kind of a recruiting cause he could, that this is basically what he does. I think he was on tour with on the WTA for a few years. Um, but this is basically what he does is work with kids and then put them into college. So, okay. um, he really helped us with, with everything, um, if not, we would have been kind of lost, but yeah, he was kind of our guide and, and, and he really made it very simple. Where do you want to go? She's in California. She was away from them. I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, California, um, or West coast. So really we went to visit about maybe three or four schools and, and not many. And that was it. She didn't really like 
the ones in Arizona. She loved uh, where she goes in, in Santa Barbara and 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 in, in California. So yep, that was um, it was a pretty easy decision. I know that um, a lot of parents, it's tough for mm-hmm. us. Um, luckily, because of her coach, it was kind of smooth, right? And she also got she had her two last years at that school. She got really really good grades, so she was eligible for not only a tennis scholarship, but she also got the uh, a presidential scholarship as well. So it was. It was good to have um, both. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. You talked about the fact that she changed coaches and academies. Yes. Pretty often throughout her junior years. What were some of the factors that caused those changes? Yeah. Um, A lot of it was me. Um, She, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Um, I just, uh, me academies and i have never really um it's 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 difficult to explain but i just didn't feel like she was um more than her tennis it was like as as a person right so Mm -hmm. we found one um in in miami it was this uh russian and that's really when things changed he was one of the toughest guys i mean he was really rough and most of the parents pulled their kids out of there because he was too tough. Mm-hmm. And I left her there because I knew that that's what she needed. Right. Um, and he really, he, he gave her game a big boost and, and there was no really fooling around. The other counties were a lot more like um, they played tennis, but it was more like a uh, social and uh, kids wouldn't, kids would misbehave, just be kids, I guess. And, and it, there wasn't a lot of discipline um and so obviously of course the tennis part as well um but but yeah but then it was time to move on as well so we moved from him um and and we went to other academies and then until finally we settled with um with this last uh coach but yeah it was it i i i was just wasn't happy i mean with with the way um she was kind of evolving so it sounds like lack of accountability a little bit on the part of the yeah, academy yeah. or coach and all, all of that. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. And kind of academies, um, uh, this thing would happen with her school, right. Where mm-hmm. she was kind of missing. And, and we obviously w- we should have been on top of that. I'm not blaming the academy or anyone else. Um, uh, but, but things like that. Right. So mm-hmm. I just, um, and and the last one, he was kind of on top of the things before you even start practice. Okay, how's school doing? What do you need? Um, is what are your grades like? And and if you better tell me the truth, I'm not going to call the school, right? So yeah. it's things like that, right? Where the other ones were just like, okay, whatever. And did you feel like as a parent that you were getting the information you needed from these various academies that she attended? Um, or was that part of the reason for the academy yeah. jumping as well? Yeah, it was. Um, no, I wasn't getting what I what I needed. And sometimes um, we would get into um, not fights or anything, but it was just discussions over. Um, but many of them don't really want parents involved. Right. And I had that yeah. issue. Right. It, it's like we do our thing over here. Um, and and actually the last academy she was at, we had an issue because I took her to this other, you know, tennis is very like this. And they're all like very, Oh no, this is my student. And this is my player. And so we, I took her over there kind of like to see how it was with him. And they found out it was a big issue. I'm like, why is this a big issue? I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, what's best for her. 
but um but yeah so um but yeah it, a lot of it was because i wasn't really getting um yeah the information i needed tournament wise was she playing a lot of tournaments not a lot of tournaments was she staying local was she traveling how did that work in her junior development years yep so um she was um playing tournaments um she a lot local um i worked always in in technology um my whole career so i would travel a lot um within latin america the caribbean and then when i had um uh, uh to go for work uh sometimes not always i think we did maybe five or six itf junior tournaments um mm-hmm. in trinidad and tobago uh, dominican republic just places that i had to go for work and then i said okay let's let's plan to for you to play a, a tournament um but mostly it was local um until we got to the new coach where he says look none of it matters none of none of these ranking stuff where other coaches are like what's ranking you know, none of it matters just play women's opens and 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 just and just play um yeah. it, sometimes people get caught up in the whole rankings and then this and number one i sometimes laugh at my my kid is the number one 10 year old right that, <laughs> right that's, that's great yeah but um, but it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. yeah so, i i like but yeah that. a lot local we were trying to not spend so much money going crazy because i heard all these stories about people that um do all these tournaments and travel and all that stuff by the time the kid is 14 15 when they really do kind of need it 16 and travel and all that they had run out of money so it was like yeah. they were doing all this stuff at 10 11 years old when it wasn't <laughs> necessary you oh, mute sorry all right. So a little sully barking break. Sorry about that. Um, mm-hmm. So we're talking about the fact that, you know, how many tournaments so many of these kids play and the fact that a lot of families are spending a lot of time and money traveling to tournaments and for to what end, really? And uh, you were saying, Hugo, that your daughter's coach, you know, finally said to you, none of that matters. She just needs to play and get better. And he was very, none of it matters. And I would say uh, the rank and said, forget about the rank matter and just, just play local tournaments, women's opens. There are a lot in Florida. There are always tournaments and just, um, just play. I mean, it doesn't matter. And and if she does play, for example, he said one of his things was if she does play um, the juniors, just always play up, always play up if 14. You're playing 16. Just always play up because it doesn't really matter anything mm-hmm. if you're um 11 and you're or winning um or 12 and winning the under 12 it doesn't matter just just play and play older ones and play stronger kids and and, and just go out there and, and compete and have have fun right but but yeah um, and do you feel I, like that I, was... I was one of those that got caught up with the stuff but it doesn't really matter Sorry. yeah do you feel like that was good advice for her do you feel like it worked for her yeah yeah it was great um it was it was hard at first because I was like coming into this whole new world, right? Where, wait, yeah. wait, what? The doesn't matter. What do you mean? Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, this doesn't matter. So, right. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was great. It was yeah, great. the we college were, coaches yeah, we aren't spending a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, it was just local. There were always women's opens. You could play. It was just fun. Yeah. Right. Then the college coaches really don't care what your ranking was in the twelves and fourteens or even the sixteens. They're exactly. they're they're looking at what kind of player you are the year yeah. before you're coming to play for them. 
yeah, <laughs> and exactly. and what's your upside potential, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so I want to switch gears now because your daughter had this pathway that she went on. She was in a, a kind of combination type school environment, hybrid school environment, focusing on tennis. The academics kind of fell off for a bit, but y'all caught it in time, got that ship righted in time for college recruiting. She was recruited by a school that she has been super happy at in Santa Barbara, California. Now you've got your son who is currently 11 years old. Um, You are you are no longer living in Miami. You are living outside of Florence, Italy. Why? Why the change? All right. So um, with him, I said, oh, I'm going to do things differently. Obviously, I was kind of Wait, checking why, out. though? What, what made you say that? Because it, it, it easy. Um, I said, if someone's going to screw up, I'm going to sc- I'll, 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 let, let me be the only one to screw up. I don't, I don't want to say it was them or it was him. It was a, um, I'll do it. Uh, I'll screw up. Um, or I'll make it make him into something great or i'll just completely screw it up but i'll take on that responsibility instead of always let's go here and let's go here and let's go here and let's go here i understand that not many parents can do that but it was just something that i i felt i had to do in terms of coaching him you're talking about yeah yeah and coaching him obviously i was kind of um watching him as he developed i kind of knew i wanted to take this 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 path but i wasn't going to like force it on to him. Right. Mm-hmm. I, you have to see if your child is even athletic. Right. And you can kind of tell that at a pretty young age. Um, I think at three, I threw him into soccer. Um, he started getting into, into baseball. He loved baseball. Um, and I could kind of tell, uh, tennis at four, I think he picked up a racket and, 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 and basketball and just everything. He loves sports. He loved being outside. And then I kind of was, I kind of saw his competitive side as well. Right. It was kind of scary at first, but because my daughter wasn't like that, it, they, they're completely different. Um, but he was very competitive and I could see he had some issues with like uh, being on teams um, where it, he, 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 he always gave it his 150%. And then if somebody else didn't, he just, he would go nuts and, and, and we would always do tennis and something else, tennis mm-hmm. and soccer, tennis and baseball, tennis and 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 um and and whatever it was that season. Um and so I kind of um so I started coaching him. So he did obviously the academy. It was just when you're little, when you're young, right? Yeah. Four, five, six, seven. There's nothing much there, just drills and just fun. drills and 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 uh coordinations and and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um when he was a, when I remember it was when uh, COVID hit. Um, so COVID hit and I wasn't able to travel as much. Obviously wasn't traveling at all. Um, everything was completely shut down and and we started training at home. Uh, just out there in the patio, we bought a, a net. I boarded a net on Amazon um, and I played, but I started studying tennis as well. So I got USPTA certified. Um, I just read a lot of books. Um, on technique i understand that it's not that important i just i for me it kind of was especially at a young age um, well it is for injury prevention and yeah and, exactly you know understanding where exactly. you are in the court and your relationship exactly. to the ball and yada yada so yeah i mean yeah. It's, it's kind of important yeah 
Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I just, uh, I did courses like Emilio Sanchez Casal, um, course, um, I, uh, later on, but I did a GPTCA, which is the global professional, uh, coaching, uh, tennis, something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I'll later on in the story, but that's kind of changed many, many things. Um, and just everything that I could read, everything that I could, um, kind of put my hands on, um, in, so my, my daughter helped me a lot. My daughter was, it was just this great thing. And I look back and kind of nostalgic and, and he does, he gets like that too, because it was just, um, we would, then they started opening things up again. And my daughter was still over there. She just went to college. I think it was last year. Um, but she was his hitting partner and she would help me train him. And when they weren't hitting, cause I, my structure was, we would do kind of like an hour, 40 minutes of, 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 of consistency, right. Control, um, just normal, um, middle to middle cross core volley. And, um, and she was, she was like the one she was, um, I, I wasn't as consistent. I didn't know how to play, but I wasn't as consistent. I wasn't playing tournaments and I wasn't playing, but she, she helped me a lot. And when she wasn't, um, and they were done with that, I would do drills, but she would record, um so i would then get home and kind of look at the videos and stuff like that um you went all in yeah yeah i started working with this guy i was still working uh so it was kind of hard so we would train at 7 a.m and then do a we weren't we still weren't traveling um and then we would do another session at 5 30 p.m okay so So did he do school in between morning huh he did school in between exactly yep so yep. just online i i take it cause online because of the pandemic yeah right. it was the pandemic anyway so they did online and then when kind of things started opening up um he went to a um a charter online school um it was kind of we, when my wife said we think he's too young so we'll just put him in another year but then covid hit right so right. there was nothing we could do i said okay wait it worked and out. you're in still in miami at this stage of the game still in miami still in okay. miami i started working with this guy from the uk who was actually living in spain um but he was a very uh tremendous student of the game um and we so i would kind of he would send because where i had trouble was kind of um the 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 day-to-day what do i work on what do i focus on right it was so having hard a lesson would, plan and a, and exactly. understanding the progression and and i knew i had to be very um organized yes but i just i had so much trouble i could okay the consistency but then what what am i working on is it is it a plan of of a week to just focus on one thing or is it a month is it i didn't know how to break it down and i had trouble with the drills right because I didn't, I didn't come from this i wasn't a coach and it was just very hard for me. So he would kind of help me with that. Um, and he would also review the videos that I would send him and we would review them together. And we would connect um, every every day. Um, it was we would connect at 5 a.m. for me because um, he was it was a six hour difference in Spain. And we would talk about uh, the day and the videos from last night that he had reviewed. So it was lots of stuff in there. And then one day I said to my wife, uh, sell everything. Um, we're, we're out. <laughs> she was wow. like, you're crazy. We're not going to do this. And she's like, I said, yeah, just let's, I mean, it, obviously we had to talk with people think I'm nuts. And, and my son was like nine at the time. And she's like, um, look, this is, this is fun. And this is the beautiful sport. And, um, and, uh, but kind of, 
do you think that this may be something this is this is what i want and and this is what i want to be and and all this stuff right um he's also a little bit different than than other kids but but um but but yeah so yeah sell everything we're leaving um so we went to spain to to work with this guy directly um we actually stayed with him um because they had like a house where they lived upstairs they gave us the downstairs part and we were there for three months um training every day we had to um we had to leave because of the visa residency we were you're allowed as an american obviously for three months and then we had to go by this time i had already with my company kind of said yeah it's not working um they kind of actually said it more than I did, but um, but I had already been planning for this maybe about a year and a half without really anyone knowing. I had my little bit of savings and 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 said yeah. So then I had to kind of reset. Okay, so no job now. Um, my wife was working, but I was kind of the main um, the earner there. And what do we do? So from Spain, we went directly to Ecuador. Ecuador. Um, I had family there, mm-hmm. so um, it was easier. And same thing, I I kept on training him. I stopped working with with uh, with this guy from Spain, um, just completely, and kind of learned a, a lot of things. And I just uh, I started training him just myself. By this time, my daughter had left already. So um, in Ecuador, I had I had a a hitting partner for him that I um, it wasn't very expensive. Ecuador's uh, cheap country, so. Um, I could do things like that. So I had a hitting partner for him. Um, it was things that I tried to do in the US, but with a hitting partner, yeah, it's going to cost you like $60 an hour or something like yeah. that. It was like the cheapest. And I'm like, yeah, that's, I can't do that. So we did that over there. Um, and so then in February, so we were, okay, so he has to get his vaccines. We were going to fly to to Miami to get his vaccines. And then we we're going to go back to Ecuador. Mm-hmm. And in that time, um, I made contact with someone in Hungary um and because i always knew maybe i'm getting ahead of myself i don't know if you want to ask me something or no go ahead i okay. i'm i'm just following along okay so um i knew that europe was where we needed to be right um how did you know that a few things um one was the mentality of of the kids um it it's it's very different in the u.s it's kind of like a privileged sport so not everyone can Mm -hmm. in europe it's more open um but it's kids that really don't have that much and and really kind of pursue tennis out of um okay i need to make money and i need to help my family and 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 this is what we need to do right Mm -hmm. it's it's a different kind of mentality um it's a stronger mentality i believe and also the the level of of um of players that i could get for him was 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 easier for me it was it was just easier where you have clubs for example in spain you had clubs um every uh little town had their they had their tennis club and 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 they had great quality players and we could just go there and say hey can i hit and the u.s was more okay so you have to pay and you have to do this and you have to do that and and there was one club in north miami beach that that allowed me because they had already we had we had worked with him so we went to miami to get his vaccines they said hey just bring them and he can play here for free and all this stuff so they were great but he, over here i could do that a lot more than i could do over there 
And the most important thing, Lisa, was financially. Hmm. In Europe, I was thinking about his future, where if we were here, you can just take a train or, or just drive. And, and, and for example, if he did tennis Europe or whatever, or even if you played within Italy, right. um, for example, you have a lot of ITF futures tournaments where you don't have to travel much. or you don't have to spend that, that money. Yeah. Um, over there, it's a little bit different, right? right. Um, if you're doing the, the, um, uh, what is it? The junior tennis, the ITF juniors, a lot of traveling and a lot of stuff like that. Um, but yeah, financially, I think was one of the most important reasons why, and not now, not now I could have done what I was doing now, maybe in Ecuador, the level wasn't that great. Um, but I could probably have gotten by, um, later on, I knew that over here would make more sense financially, but I just told my wife, you know what, let's just, let's just go before I kind of get used to it. And, 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 and just, yeah, instead of going when he's already 15, 16. Yeah. Um, let's just go now. So you went to Hungary. Yeah. That's an interesting yeah, we, choice. Yeah. Um, we, I, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I made a contact with the, with the guy in Hungary who had a, a club, a tennis court. So he said, look, I can, because I had met someone in, in Serbia before that. So this Serbian had put me in touch. We actually went to Serbia with, 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 with Mateo, with my son. Um, and we were there for like a week, but yeah, then we went back to Miami, and this guy uh, put me in touch with with Hungary, and the guy said, "Look, it's my club, so I can um, rent you out the courts, or you can play here at the academy and all that stuff." But yeah, look, right now I'm, I'm I, I don't have the money, so um, it's very cheap anyway. It's nothing compared mm-hmm. to like the U.S. Nothing compared to the U.S. Um, but I said, you know what, just, just rent me out the courts. That's all I need right now. And then when we when I get there, we'll talk and all that stuff. So we got to Hungary. The guy. Um, had a place for us um, to rent um, place cheap. Um, it was like two minute walking distance from his club. Um, we had the courts there. Uh, I think he would charge me like five bucks an hour. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cheap. Yeah. Um, and by this time I had already done GPTCA. So okay. the global professional tennis and the president of GPTCA is Alberto Castellani, which is an Italian. Mm-hmm. So I wrote to Alberto. I didn't know him or anything. I wrote to, not, not him directly, but I found his company on Facebook. And then I said, look, I have this kid who's kind of interesting. Um, and can we talk? And, and so I told him the whole story. Look, I'm over here in Ecuador, but I, I stopped working. I focused only on him and coaching him and all this stuff. And he's like, look, we have a, um, I have a partner and uh, where we are now in, in Florence, because I'm always traveling. He's on the ATP. He's um, doing stuff. So, But I have this guy and blah, blah. You might want to talk to him. So spoke to him. He said, send me videos of Mateo. Send me um, um, how tall is he? Just uh, all these kind of things. Um, so I sent him all that. And uh, he... He said, okay, yeah, come, we'll try it out. Uh, we'll charge you this much a week. Um, and yeah, so we we were in Hungary for about 10 days, came to Italy, um, and we're here. Uh, the the they they really liked them. Um, they some good players here, but most of them are older. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
17, I think, is the youngest one. They're 18, 19. And most, some of them are pros. Others are might go to college. Or, but yeah, they train here every day. They're pretty good, and they have a few. Mateo is the youngest one. He's 11, but they have some other ones. They have a Russian kid now who's, who's really good, who's, I think, uh, 12. And then the, another kid's 13 and 14, 15. So they all, they kind of, it's a good mix. Are um, you still coaching? They, Are you, or did you hand him off now to the coaches in Italy? Yeah. So um, it was kind of a handoff, but we still um, do stuff. So the good thing is that here uh, he's, at the academy, they train in the morning and the afternoon. Um, but I can use the courts um, as needed because he's in the academy anyway. So yeah, sometimes like Saturdays or during the week, if I want to work on something, and here it's a very different way of coaching. Not not in Europe, just just here, just okay. in this academy, it's very different. They they focus a lot on the mental part, but on court. Um, Meaning so what? It's, like, it's, give an example of of what they do. Um, drills that um, whew, uh, that I had never seen uh, before. So there are many, but um, they'll do. So the the whole concept is just like um, harmony and 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 really just enjoying. And, and I know that you love tennis, but let's let's make that love grow even more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, kind of drills, for example, where they'll use uh, two rackets um, and they have to hit with two rackets, two hands. They'll have to, for example, um, um, I saw this the other day where with uh, with a partner, they hold hands and the coach on the other side will feed. So but they both have to go together for the one ball and the other ball goes over here. So they have to kind of work in sync if if. If one says, I'm going for the ball and let's go of the hand, it's, you lost the point, right? Interesting. Uh, and and, and what's the per- of- is that to develop double skills or what? I mean, what's the reasoning for that? It's um, it's it's a bunch of things. I asked me the other day. It's um, it's it's yeah, the, the, the whole teamwork um, doubles, but it's now you're not playing against him. Mm hmm. Find a way to play with him, and this is this was funny because him. So developing him respect this, for yeah for your opponent and him and him and this kid had had an issue. My son and this kid had had an issue just like the day before. Mm. So I don't know if that drill came out of that, but I had seen it um, before then too. Not with my son, but with his other kids. Um, but yeah, respect and 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 just and 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 work together. Um, so other drills, for example, um, it's where they, so you feed your own ball and I probably, this is dumb, but you feed your own ball, but you have to, um, you have to know your limit, like, and, and if you can push your limit, so you don't just feed it right here, an easy ball, you've got to really like throw it out there, um, uh, and then chase it and, and, and hit so it. Right? Challenge so it's kind yourself. Of, yeah. So it's not really the the drill is not even getting the ball over the net or anything it's really how much do you push yourself right so it's i love and, that. and i've seen some kids that are that don't really they'll make it easy for themselves because they want to what they want to do is 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 hit it get it in right right there are others that will really um hit the ball into the net and they'll kind of crash into the net as they're as they're going because they're pushing themselves right mm-hmm. so it's kind of um 
building that that character and, and suffering a little bit because this is this is kind of um this is a tough sport right yeah it's a so tough now life. i i, I kind of have a better understanding of because when you emailed me you said you know something mm-hmm. that was is so unique is they really focus on the mental side but on court and i was like hmm, i wonder what that means now that you're explaining this what it what I'm hearing, and and correct me if I'm interpreting this improperly, but what I'm hearing is that they're developing the mental side, not how we think about it here in the States of mental toughness, right. but right. rather focus, pushing beyond your limits, challenging yourself to grow consistently and um, developing respect for the game, for the opponent, mm-hmm. for the coach. Because if you have to self-feed, all of a sudden you now have an appreciation for how difficult right. that is and gives yeah. you an appreciation for your coach. So it's not mental toughness per se, but it's the things that have to develop in the personality of the player in order for them to be successful on the court and in general as a human being. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and don't get me wrong, they do the the normal and they play points and all this stuff, but um but it's exactly what you said. It's exactly what you said. It's stuff that I had never seen before. Yeah. And this guy even has a book. It's like uh, the the the, the tennis will train the tennis. That's the title of, of the book. So um, it's it's very interesting. They have a lot of uh, stuff in there on, on the different drills and, and things that they do. Oh, I'm going to look but, that um, up and, and link yeah, it in the yeah. show notes. So um, yeah, yeah. those of you who want to read it, I'll have a link in the show notes to that. And, and anyone who wants to get in touch with me I, for more information and, and even come and, and check it out. It's, 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 it's really, it's really different. And, and uh, it's just the, the environment where um and it's the great thing about being at at an academy where kind of before it was just my son and, and I and and I would have to kind of go out and hungry I remember going out to different clubs and, and have them play sets and points and all that which is important right sure um now it's more of um he, self-contained kind of found out but even even more yeah, yeah yeah self-contained but now even even more with with other um things that they that they that they do so it's a different kind of uh it's a different kind of training and how is mateo responding to this he loves it he loves it um he he um he's he's happy um not that he wasn't happy before um but it's just the different a different kind i mean he's like more said, joyful uh, maybe more joyful uh more appreciation for the game um now that he's been injured of course when you kind of take that away from something you you get taken what you love away from you you that appreciation grows even more right sure um but they're just great people over here i mean the, you know the italians have that kind of uh um they're famous for being very um warm and, and welcoming and all that stuff and that's how it really is i mean it's it's not uh we're going through it and 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 they're just uh they're they're great so it's but mateo mateo loves it mateo can't be happier and um what's his goal we'll, for see, his we'll tennis. see where this all goes huh what's his goal for his tennis ah uh, mateo wants to be number one um professionally professional yeah exactly okay. exactly Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's he he does what he needs to do. He works hard. He, we do a lot of stuff off court too. Um, 
wake up at 6 a.m., uh, meditate together um, because he he does need to work a lot of that. I, I always told him ever since he was young, I said, look, the tennis doesn't worry me that much. Um, I, I, tennis, we, we, we train, well, we, we do what we need to do. Um, thank God, obviously, you're, 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 he gave you talent, you're, you're, you're athletic and things like that. So that doesn't worry me that much. But what worries me really is, is this part up here yeah. um, and, and kind of. It's the great unknown, that. isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So Alberto Castellani, um, they, he always said, not always said, but he said that they did a kind of um, a survey to the top, I think 50 players or something like that on the ATP tour. Um, and uh, GPTCA is a, is a, uh, is an association that he founded with, uh, with Tony Nadal. Mm-hmm. And um, and another, I think it was uh, Rainer Sh- uh, Sh- Schulter. Um, but he said we did this thing, and we uh, where we asked some questions. He said, "What do you think is the most important part? Is it the 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 the, the technique, the tennis itself? Is it the the fitness, the physical that you can go a, a five set match or, or this how many hours? Because tennis has there always has to be a no winner, time clock, not, not a yeah. tie. And, or is it the the mental side? Um, and he's that." I think it was 70 something percent that had responded the mental side sure, and then the fitness and then the tennis. And he always says the great paradox because, but no one trains like that. Everyone trains the tennis, right. Then um, the fitness and then the, the mental uh, on, on, on the bottom. But, but yeah, so other drills, for example, so uh, and Alberto was here the other day because he invited us to the Florence open. His player was playing doubles. And so he was here the other day and he said uh, he did a few dr- drills with Mateo, the same thing that they do here. I had just forgotten, but I remember now because Alberto, but um, so uh, a volley and then mm-hmm. you put the racket behind your, um, your, your back. Oh, another volley. And then he'll say back um, and, and then he'll go on, on the back um, or he'll kind of like feed balls and he'll say shoulder. And he has to tap the ball with the shoulder. Hit, he has to hit. Head, he has to head the ball. So it's that mental velocity um, that they train a lot of. He always says, look, it, it, it doesn't coordination, all this stuff. It doesn't really matter if you're very well coordinated, but you're slow. Right. right. I was going to say, um, it's a and, quickness, a responsiveness. And the other way around, the same thing. It doesn't really matter if you're fast, but you do it all wrong. Yeah. So it's they they train that part a lot, that that speed, that coordination, but but of the mind, right? Yeah. To be very quick, because in tennis, it's an open sport. You don't yeah. have you you can do a um, hundred balls the same way, the same way, but they never hit the same ball right. twice in tennis. It's it's always there. So you got to be quick mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do a lot of that stuff as well. So, um, but like I said, it's it's. I can't remember everything right now, but it's stuff that I had never seen before. And when I saw it, I even thought, hmm, I don't know. But then as you get more into it, um, you say, yeah, this stuff, um, I, I, I've i seen it work. So, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. Do you want to share the name of the academy? Yeah, sure. It's um, Professione Tennis in uh, Calenzano, um, uh, Italy. So Calenzano is a commune. Mm-hmm in florence mm-hmm. and like i said before it's like 15 minutes away uh from florence uh, the the name of the city is calenzano and the academy is professione tennis and um the director here the the one i was telling you about the book and all that stuff he wrote the book with the uh fitness guy uh who was great as well 
Uh, his name is Erasmo uh, Palma. Okay. And we'll have all that information again in the show notes on parentingaces.com in case you want to investigate a little bit. Yeah. Hugo, do you know, do they take kids like over summer break, over, you know, holiday breaks and things like that? Can kids come train there short term? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Like I said before, anyone can can get in touch with me and then I'll kind of help facilitate. Um, it's uh, it's like, I guess a bit easier if, if you know someone, it, it's not like us where we kind of did. It's everything. not all about the money. Let's just, let's just go. And yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, if anyone, I can give more information, help them out and, and kind of um, set up a bit asthma and they can just come and, and, and train however long they want. But yeah, I mean, they don't, they haven't really done it before. Right. They've, they've, had their kids here and they they but but um but now um i'm i'm i spoke to it the other day hey what if we kind of help out other kids as well that kind of um never had this before right Let, mm-hmm. let's let's try some stuff and and so yeah, yeah let's let's do it yeah. awesome <laughs> oh yeah Awesome. Well, again, we will have all of that contact information on parentinguses.com. Hugo, it has been a pleasure talking to you. I've learned a lot today. I look forward to checking in maybe in a few months and see how things are going with Mateo and your family and how, you know, if you're continuing to love being there or maybe it's time for a change, um, who knows? And, And also seeing how your daughter's doing here in the States. It's tough when She's in the States and you're in Europe and the time difference. And it's not like you can just, you know, come home for the weekend. So, yeah, um, she she's over there. But um, we I think it was just yesterday we got her. uh, We got her plane ticket to come in December. It was just last December. We didn't see her in the summer because she stayed there working and making some money. And um, but she'll be here. And I want her to train here as well. Yeah. Um, and then we might just go to Hungary and, and just take a vacation, which we haven't really done. We've always done tennis vacations. So yeah. we well, go to I think most of, most of us can relate to that. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, she'll be here. And and what I really want is hopefully she can uh, come maybe in the summer and, and play some uh, tournaments over here. Awesome. Um, that would be, that would be fun. So yeah. Yeah. My, awesome. my son loves it over here. He is um, sponsored by Lotto, um, so so he's 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 having a, a ball. I love it. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much for taking time out thank to you, chat with us. And um, like I said, I look forward to checking back in in a few months to to hear awesome. the progress. Awesome, Thanks, definitely. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Bye, everyone. To Take my care. listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, buy a tennis parent. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at parentingaces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.